welcome back to What Moves You with Jesse. I'm in conversation with my mom, Cheryl Douglas, today, and we are reflecting and responding to a question that came through on the hotline. It's really fantastic, so I'll keep this short, but I also wanted to express my deep appreciation for hearing from you guys and taking advantage of of calling that hotline. I appreciate it in many ways, and let me tell you why. Number one, it is so helpful to kind of get the temperature of where you guys are at. What are you taking in? What's making sense to you? What is still confusing? Where are you getting stuck? Where are you feeling hopeful and more free? So that is really helpful. So thank you so much. Also, the types of conversation that it invokes when I get these questions from you guys is very similar to like when I'm in session with somebody, just one-on-one. It gets into the nooks and crannies and the nuances of all of this stuff that I'm talking about. And whether it's just me speaking directly to you through the microphone, or if I'm in conversation with my mom, or in you know conversation with my husband, because he will be coming back on to share um, about relationships with me. Wherever we are all at, it's just incredible fodder for conversation and reflection for me and anybody else that I have on. So thank you so much. And if you've never taken advantage of calling the hotline, I really encourage you to do so. It's wonderful for all of us to hear your voice. And I'll keep it at that. So, on with the show. Jess, first of all, I wanted to congratulate you on the respect and love you give for your mother. We don't find that often today. It's really a blessing to hear people today giving so much respect and love. People, we live today in a society that the younger you are, the more you know, and the less you think your parents know. And you're just the opposite of that. So I congratulate you. I'm a rabbi in the community, and that's something that we always teach. And uh, I really love the way you talk to her, the way you listen to her. Or she talks to you, you're an example. Uh, the second thing is I'm being in the principles for three years and um, starting to teach them to our people and to try to, to try to um, you know, direct people in this, in this wonderful way of, of understanding life and a true, a true way of understanding life. Um, and a lot, a lot, one of the questions I, I get a lot, and me myself get into it, is that even after the understanding, and you're really clear, and you're really out of anxiety, out of a depression, out of just like sometimes you you get lost again, and sometimes it could be for a day, two days, but sometimes it could be for a few weeks. Do you find that, and do you have anything to say to that? Thank you. Hi, Mom. Hi, Jess. How are you doing today? I'm really doing well. It's sunny and it's beautiful. 
so it's it's uh it but it isn't hot yet and that's really helpful for up here because it doesn't last too long before it jumps right into pretty hot weather yes yes yeah you're up in uh for everyone who has no idea i'm in southern california and, and you're in northern california yes and it does it gets hot as hell up there <laughs> it does. it's not a funny thing and it's funny looking at your mother run outside in the morning and cover all her plants that are on, only supposed to be grown down in your area <laughs> by the ocean <laughs> so i've got umbrellas all over my front yard with my succulents <laughs> i love that oh my goodness so we had a wonderful caller and first and foremost i would like to express my deep gratitude and thanks for um this rabbi who reached out and left a message for us wonderful uh, yeah and it's always wonderful to hear from the people who are listening because sometimes yes. even though i see numbers on a page that people are listening it's always yes. nice to actually you know hear someone so it's like oh there are real humans that represent that are represented by these numbers that i look at you know nice to hear their voices yes yes it's like meeting somebody yeah and them again mm -hmm. exactly mm -hmm. so to reiterate his question to make sure you know we're both on the same page and that everybody listening kind of gets a you know is is understanding so it sounds like um this wonderful man is has been in the three principles for about three years and uh -huh. he's starting to teach it um, and he said you know this understanding has really helped him and people who come to see him um feel some really deep relief from anxiety and depression but sometimes um you know he said uh he can include himself in this also uh they can feel lost a little bit for either a couple of hours or some days or even some weeks at some points um you know just getting kind of sounds to me the the feeling i'm getting from from his message is that you know it's kind of like you know they get lost in their thinking and yes. uh understandably so because i've been there and i know you've been there because you and i have talked about it before here yeah. when you get caught up when once you've you know once you really start to understand the principles and start to get that taste of freedom yes of what it feels like to not take your thinking personally yes it's it's quite humbling when you run into those sticky thought systems you know those sticky thoughts that you the know storms. Can, those storms yes the thought storms that used to call them thought storms yeah mm -hmm. i still do absolutely um it's humbling when those thought storms show up um mm -hmm. and they kind of consume you when you thought that you had it down and that would never happen again <laughs> yes <laughs> It's a, it's certainly, it's a process. You just get better at it. You know, you get better at it. And then 
maybe everyone has a different way of coming into the present and feeling grateful about the present. That has helped me to look around, be in the moment, look around and thinking of the things that I feel extremely grateful for tends to unhook me from those thoughts that go over and over and over and over and over. Right, then I'm dancing with my thoughts and not more in my heart. I guess it was it would be about the things that I feel grateful for. But that's, it is true. I can do the same thing. I can, you know, all of a sudden I'm going downhill, you know, in a scooter and I can't control it. Yeah. 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 What comes up for me is I still absolutely can get consumed by thinking as well. Um, and just like what you're saying, the process gets shorter and shorter and shorter. Yes. The deeper you go or the longer that you live with this awareness, you know, however you want to say it. But um, as time has gone on and I have stayed so open and curious and aware of, of, of all of this, all of what's up inside of me. Right. Um, yeah, the process does get shorter to where I, when I feel it in my body, you know, because sometimes we get consumed by our thinking and we aren't even aware of it until our body lets us know. Oh, yes. Oh, oh yes. And then I think I shared with you that um, extreme, kind of extreme tired. And then when I talk about it, sometimes I don't even know what I'm thinking, or where, where my thoughts are. And to, but my body's extremely tired, and then I have to dig around and see what really, what really is making me physically tired. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because I think we forget that our body is our best friend. Right. It is such a gift that we have this, you know, built-in alert system that lets us know hold on a second, you know, it's kind of like it holds up the stop sign, like pause. Yes. <laughs> take a moment to take a look at what's going on, you mm -hmm. know, and what I've, what I've come to in myself, this is what has helped me. And again, it's unique to each and every person. I think everybody finds their own way to get back to letting their mind rest. Mm -hmm. For me, what has been extremely helpful is when my body lets me know that I'm really cooking on something in my head. That's a great way of saying it. <laughs> cooking. Yeah. All the, you know, what is it? Like uh, all the burners on the stove are on. Yes, they're on and the full steam, bore. And the steam is up to high. Yes. And the smoke is coming out my ears. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
But when I, when I wake up to that, when my body very simply lets me know by being uncomfortable, you know, mm-hmm. like you're saying for you, you, you find that it manifests in your body in ways of being very tired. Yes. Um, for me, you know, my, um, I, I typically get kind of anxious feeling, mm-hmm. you know, I think we all have our, our ways that our body has figured out how to talk to us, Exactly. <clears throat> you know, and so if yours is tired and mine is a little bit anxious feeling, you know, in my body, it's different for everybody. Some people get horrible low back pain. Um, you know, there's, it's just different for everyone. But anyhow, when you start to kind of get familiar with that, when you're in relationship with yourself like that, and you start to get familiar with, oh, geez, I'm feeling a little anxious. What's, right. go- what's going on? And man, when I look upstairs in my head, mm-hmm. sometimes I'm aware of it and sometimes not, but lots of stuff is going on once I look. You know, once I look and I realize the stove, all the burners are on. Right. The thing that has absolutely helped me is reminding myself, I am willing to be uncomfortable while this thinking passes. Oh, very good. That's very good. This too shall pass, didn't? That's what your grandmother used to say. Don't fuss it, and this too shall pass. So see? She was right. She was in the old way of thinking. Don't cross your bridges. That's really good. This too shall pass. Let it pass. The funny thing is, isn't it? Then you have a a whole new life when it passes, and it can be in just a few minutes. It can be a couple of days, and like you said, the the more the it's a really an understanding when you put it together. When you put it all together, what you do, if you accept, at least for me, this is. It took me a long time to accept. Why didn't I get this? And then I wasn't good at it. Which is arrogant as all heck because it's a very, we're talking about understanding ourselves minute by minute. And that's a hard thing to ask anybody to do, right? To understand your thoughts or even if you're peaceful. That the so it's a, nothing but practice and i said to myself you know what this is going to be the the rest of my life that i'm going to it's a practice it's just a practice and you and you can't catch everything and sometimes it takes longer and also one of the things that to me is really helpful is that most of the time when i'm anxious it's about the future, whether it's five minutes from now, it's two years from now, it's a month from now. If I think about something and I can get myself into good anxiety, 
And so, and I think that if you get into a lot of anxiety about the future, tonight, tomorrow, next year, if you're getting anxiety about that, then it can get depressing after a while. It goes from anxiety to depression to depression. But I think that's what you said on this last one of slowing down is that you start packing in all those pictures and how's that all come together? How will that, of all these things I want to do and have, and you can get yourself good and upset because how's this all going to work? Well, you don't know. It will come together and mostly better when you don't fuss about it, when you're not in full anxiety. Then exactly. you get your answers. Oh. Yeah. And of course, some folks, you know, for whatever reason, it's not something that is a soft spot for me. I don't, I don't tend to go over the past, but I do know several clients who they don't actually fuss too much about the future, but they have a lot of thinking about the past, yes. past experiences, past relationships. Mm -hmm. And that can manifest in more of a feeling of shame or guilt or, oh, absolutely. you know, and, and yeah. Thought storms also, vulnerability, just yes. flat out vulnerability for whatever reason. We're not perfect. We knew we blew it. So. Yes, yes. And um, to simplify it even more, what I find is that folks will, you know, whether you're thinking about the past or the future, we are still just talking about thinking and oftentimes, especially folks who have been in the three principles community and learning when they get um, consumed, oftentimes I'll hear, I know it's my thinking, but yes, X, Y, Z, right. I know right. it's my thinking, but all blah, 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 blah. right. And What's really important to listen to, to really pause and listen to, is I know it's my thinking. And that's enough. No but. That's really, that's, that's really strong. That's so much stronger. I know it's my thinking. Don't need to go beyond that. Because even with sitting with that right now, with quiet around it, my God, it's making me teary. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> That's just Mac, isn't it? Of insight. Because then you get out of the thought and the feeling. You don't have to analyze anything. Yes. And I think it... Woo! Tell me more about that. I think I'm... I have no specific thoughts right now. It's just... I'm, it's so moving. Yes. 
when you realize geez the power it's so moving when you realize the power in that statement exactly when you let it simmer for a second i know mm -hmm. it's my thinking and that's enough my gosh you get really quiet right away don't you just just with that acknowledgement it changes well there you are <laughs> you know it's it's um it's an amazing thing because we can dream and have nightmares and wake up from the nightmares and be so accepting of all of that thinking being terrible yes. <laughs> because we know it doesn't mean anything about us because we were just dreaming our eyes were closed Yes. But the second our eyes are open. Oh, we take each other. We take ourselves as truth. Oh, yes. this is the truth. We take all of the different, you know, we take all of those different stories so seriously instead of recognizing that our brain is doing the exact same thing in the daytime as it does at nighttime. Exactly. Exactly. No different. But for whatever reason, when we've got all of that prickly thinking, there's some innocent, it's so innocent. But for whatever reason, we've, we've all got this kind of harebrained idea that at the end of a bunch of crappy thinking and upset thinking is going to be gold. There isn't. <laughs> no diamonds and rubies. No savoir-faire. <laughs> no payoff. <laughs> Dang. Did I just ruin it for you? I just, I've been waiting for 75 years. <laughs> oh my God. You know, it's like um, I heard a really great metaphor from another Three Principles teacher recently. And he said, you know, if we were hiking through the beautiful hillsides or mountainsides and we all of a sudden took, we were on the path we were on started to, you know, we would end up getting all of these little brambles getting stuck in our arms and in our socks. And, you know, there's lots of cactus around and, you know, there's lots of pokey things. And there would be a moment where we'd go, wait a second this is this is not looking like it's gonna clear out for us this is kind of this is definitely not the nicest hike 
let's turn around and take a different path. And yet, when it comes to where our mind goes, we innocently continue down that really prickly path. And if we had any, this is great information. So if you think about it, yes, that you, if you, if you're going down the path and you know at the end of the path is a cliff, you the road, you you certainly, especially if there's signs that tell you you're in your, you're in your thoughts, then you probably wouldn't want to keep going because it just gets you more and more depressed or fearful or whatever it is. And so I like that idea. It's much nicer to go into the flowers than it is to go into, you know, all those things that get stuck on you. And, of course, my favorite, unfavorite thing is goat heads, which are those horrible things that get in my socks or... Um, you know, get in my tires to my bike and and uh, get all the air out of them. You know, and so it, it uh, it's a it's a sticker if you yeah. don't know what boat head is. Yes, so um, that's it. Yeah, we need to. Well, that path looks much more pretty over there. I think I'll go with the flowers and the soft grasses. Why would I would want to go down this path that looks pretty ugly? So in your thoughts, yes, catching it and going on a different path to allow yourself to get more peaceful, to really hear yourself, feel yourself, understand where you are in the moment is pretty powerful. Very good. And my final thought on it too would be when we are consumed like that, and we understand that we're being consumed by thought and it kind of gets frustrating. <clears throat> right. Number one, that is, that's, that's why when I, it, you know, it's, it's, it is truly at its core radical acceptance. When I, when I say I'm willing to be uncomfortable while this passes. Yes. And, and I tell you almost every time it only takes a, you know, a few minutes to where all of a sudden I find myself in a different feeling and I go, Oh my goodness, it's gone almost every time because it's just that willingness to, you know, cause you're really leaning into that knowing that you're okay. You're yes. okay. Even if you feel terrible because your thoughts are so rampant. Yes. You know, you're okay. The whole time, you know, if somebody was in the room with you looking at you, they would have no idea that you've got a whole horror movie going on inside of your brain, you know, because you really are okay. Absolutely. So it's, you know, so reminding yourself from your, from your wisdom, really, you know, that's you being in charge, which kind of in and of itself makes you feel better. Like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but Another point that just bubbled up for me is <clears throat> oftentimes when folks have this understanding, knowing that, you know, behind, behind whatever thinking you have in this moment, there's more thinking. It never yes. stops. It's a flow. Yeah. So mm -hmm. oftentimes when people 
are deeper into the three principles, even though they know that, you know, they kind of are just desperate to experience some kind of new fresh thought, which is understandable because that's when you know you're in a different feeling. Right. But we forget. I'm sure while we are consumed, we get up to go to the bathroom. We get something to eat. It takes different thought to do those things. It does. So we are experiencing fresh thought the whole time. We just aren't aware of it because we're looking at something else. Yes. Isn't that interesting? I can't remember what I did yesterday, but I couldn't find. Oh, I think it was my hearing aid and my cochlear hearing that I have. And I had put them somewhere, which ended up being really kind of funny. I laughed at myself because they were on. I had sat down on the bed to put my clothes on. And I had done, after that, I had done other things. And if I'm by myself in the house, sometimes I don't put them on because it quiets my head. So anyhow, so I'm, <laughs> I'm, and all of a sudden, I couldn't find them because I was putting this away. And I thought, oh, I'll put this away too. And I was, um, since I'm going in there, I'll put that away. And it's really interesting. And all of a sudden, I focused. Um, that I didn't know where I put them. I could have put them in the washer. I I went through everything because I was doing so many things at the same time. The fear in me was so bad. I got all in those thoughts. The fear in me was so bad that I had no idea. I retraced my steps probably 14 times. I had no idea, but the fear, I couldn't think. I couldn't think. Talk about being consumed. I couldn't think. And that's a ten, thousands of dollars worth of equipment that I carry around in my head. On my head. And in my head. Yeah. Yeah. Finally, where I found them, that I had to laugh at myself that they were exactly the same color as my bedspread. So then I thought maybe if I got at eye level, I could see the bumps on it because the bed was completely made and smooth. And so, but they were actually in the piece, because it's a quilt, of the bedspread that was exactly the same color. So when I found them, I was like, oh, thank heavens. But then I had to laugh at myself of those thoughts that pulled me away so much that and I had so many things going at the same time. I know this is a real simple way of thinking about it, but how with fear I was so consumed because I had to, I thought I'd thrown them in the washer with my robe and all that kind of stuff. So that's an everyday thing that we do. And so actually I found them and I did have to laugh at myself. How could I put them down in the exact same color as the bedspread in that same spot? I thought that was quite unique. <laughs> I was a little bit more thoughtful about when I put them down now to do other things. But boy, was I consumed in fear. I was, I was, uh, and Galen wasn't home. So usually if I'm, I get that bad, I ask him money, can you? And he'll say, well, if you 
and then we do that but you know it doesn't happen very often but yeah boy was yeah. beautiful talk about uh, consuming i had no brains at that yeah. point <laughs> yeah and that's an amazing example and also you just illustrated exactly what i'm talking about how mm -hmm. Wisdom is still with us the entire time, serving us fresh thought. We just don't even necessarily recognize it when we are being consumed by something else because you were consumed by your fear of, oh my God, if I lose these, this is that, you know, and then all the ideas that come with that. Yeah, exactly. But isn't it amazing that you still had helpful thinking that helped you, for example, that had you that you know it occurred to you to get down on the bed on the level of the bedspread so you could kind of see if it was on the bed yes, yes. like that I, you know, see if anything stood up a little bit and yeah. i did i found him that, that way and that's smart that came a friend a friend of mine who wears glasses and she said the only way she can see him on her bed is if she gets at eye level and looks because then she can see the glass and i said I'll try Vicky's thing about see if it works. And it did. It was wonderful. I had to, I'll need to text her and thank her for that. But isn't it amazing that the idea, oh, Vicky and her glasses, that was out of the blue. Yes. That thinking, yes. And it was wisdom. Yeah. So mm -hmm. that's exactly kind of what I'm talking about is that even when we are consumed, we have helpful thinking that's moving us right along, coming from our wisdom. Exactly. It just doesn't seem like it because we're so focused. You know, it's kind of like, um, I feel a metaphor brewing inside of me. It's kind of like, let's say you make two pies specifically so that way you know, you've got one as a test pie and one is the pie that you're going to put on the table. Yes. And you overcook the first pie. It's the test pie, so it was fine. That was the whole point of it. Yes. But you burn the pie crust on top. It's an apple pie with the pie crust on top and it's mm. just, you know, burnt. It's once you get both of those pies cooked and done and you've got both of them sitting in front of you, even though you've got this, this second pie that is perfect for the table, it's as if you're sitting there just focusing on how is it possible that I burnt the first one? How is it possible? And you're so consumed by this idea of this burnt pie, even though you've got this perfect helpful pie right there that's going to go on the table. You know, it's kind of what our mind does. It 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 hangs on to, you know, yes. that's what the brain does. It 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 hangs on to the pieces that we don't feel complete about, or it doesn't matter to even analyze it. It's just that's what the brain does. Right. It it begins to obsess about things absolutely at its own will. Exactly. And you know, especially if it becomes really important to you to get to a better feeling, my goodness, it's going to be harder <laughs> to exactly. get to a better feeling because that's when we start to dig around in the and right. all of that sticky thinking, hoping that on the other end of it is relief. Right. 
Exactly. And the opposite is true is when you go, yes, I sure would like to be on the other side of this, but I know I will be at some point. So right. I'm willing to be uncomfortable as it passes. Right. That's good. That's really good. And by the way, for all you folks, Jesse is an amazing pie maker. <laughs> you are, you're the family pie maker. And whenever you come, you always make a pie. Yes. <laughs> That's so fun. Thanks for sharing, Mom. I love making pies. You <laughs> know, it's in your genes. Yes. You know? so. well, this feels really good. Do you have any other final thoughts that you'd like to add or share? Not at this moment. I think we just kind of, we just did a, we just, we just, we just kind of explored it, came out. One of the things about the three principles for me was getting it really clear about the steps. And I think the steps were pretty, pretty clear. And I love your idea about just acceptance. Well, this is where my brain is today. My thoughts are today. And this, this, you know, when I just accept it, somehow all of a sudden it changes. You know, being aware of it, oh, I'm in a different place. Go back to peace. Oh. Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, I hope we, I hope we uh, answered your nice caller. Yes, I hope so too. Mm -hmm. And I and I also wanted to uh, take a moment to thank him for the wonderful, beautiful compliments that he gave you and I of the yeah. of, around our relationship. And yes, I'm going to try not to cry again since we've already gotten that in the bag for today. But <laughs> <laughs> you I'm only just, get one time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so grateful that I really appreciate. Nope, here they come. <laughs> okay. I just really appreciate that um I appreciate hearing from him. Yes. Exactly what I was hoping. Yes. People listening to you and I would experience. Yes. It was very validating. Yes. It is. It is very validating. And I think that the whole thing that we talked about before is that when you can shift your own thinking to respect your kids and where they are and where they're growing. And besides, you know, you're the mentor and all your mentees are supposed to outgrow you. You give them what you know and then they keep adding on to, to what they learn. Exactly. Yeah. That it's, if you get that, that you're not going to be in that position forever. So to stay connected, you listen and respect what they're what they can teach you. So pretty wonderful. Yes. Yes. It's nice that uh, we're seen. Yes. And felt. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, well, 
Um, I will, I guess I, I, I'll announce to everyone today that uh, the next episode will be with the husband again, Mike McGraw. Um, oh, we are going wonderful. to, we are going to finally do what you have been telling us to do, which is <laughs> finally your mother's heard. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to talk about relationships. Oh, wonderful. And, and uh, I am sure you will be a part of that, you know, in the next couple of weeks, you and I coming back together to also talk about relationships. Yeah. Um, but yes. In the 18 years we've been together, I think we might have something to say about how we, how we've we've come to, really still, just absolutely adore each other, and we're still very interested in what the other person thinks about life, and um, yeah. uh, it is absolutely possible for absolutely everybody out there. So it's not we are not. A unicorn experience. We are absolutely ordinary, um, so it'll be fun to talk to him and let everybody in on that. It's a wonderful thing. It's been wonderful to watch you and Michael grow too, because you were really young, mm -hmm. and of course you've always been old in your head, but you were really young. And to both of you, just growing and changing, and knowing how just working with all the changes and it, it, respecting each other's direction to fulfill themselves besides giving back to the relationship has been a really profound wonderful thing for me to watch you know and it's um and i think it's wonderful what like goldie han said we both just wanted to be here and I think that's what she's, I think that's a wonderful thing. You both have just wanted to always be together and what's the best interest for both of you. Yes. It's been a wonderful journey for me to watch all that too. Thank you, mom. Mm-hmm. Good job, both of you. <laughs> Perfect fit for both of you. <laughs> well, I love you tons. Yes, and many tons more. I love you back. Thank you, Mom. And we will be back in conversation in the next couple of weeks so everybody knows what to expect. Very good. I'm excited. You might have to do with Michael more than one. I, I, have all, there. Yeah. I have already prepared him because I know that he is stepping out yeah, of his Dragging couple, into this. Yes. <laughs> He's a quiet soul, yes. a wise old quiet soul, even though he has a young body. Yeah, exactly. He uh, he shouldn't have been so good at his addiction episode because that's what's, you know, if he wasn't so good at talking, I wouldn't have him back, but he was really great. So unfortunately, he was too good despite himself. <laughs> exactly. Did a beautiful job. I know. Um, okay, so we will talk to you soon. Yes. Awesome. Sounds good. Bye, hon. Bye, Mom. Bye-bye. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Be sure to share with friends and family and give us a rate and review on iTunes. 
so more folks find us in this little corner of the podcast world. And give me a call. The hotline is always open for questions and comments. The number is 818-646-JESS. That's 818-646-JESS. Sending love in all directions, and I'll see you next week.